You know, there's a lot been going on in the last week or so. Today is May 19th, 2022. And the biggest talk around town right now is the Buffalo um, slayings by a white supremacist. I am not political. All I can say is I just see what I see. And some people may like what I say, some people may not like what I say, but I said to a couple of friends, this whole situation that's going on in this country remind me of 1960s. My name is Eric, and welcome to the craziness that lives inside my head. You want to say, so we're reliving the 1960s. I mean, I mean, I don't know about you young, young people, but older people my age, a lot went on in the 1960s. And mind you, in the 1960s, I was in my teens. And I can remember four groups of radical people. Let's say radical people. I don't know who they were, white supremacists. I don't know what they were, you know. And I think two were white and two were black. This is, I'm telling you from my perspective of what I lived through. Now, of course, you can Google or go to your, um, white, uh, how you say, go to your encyclopedias and you'll find more on what went on in the 1960s. But for me, the two white groups were Students for Democratic Society, SDS. And I could be wrong, but my recollection, living in New York City, born and raised in New York City, and New York City in the teens, and watch all the riots that was going on in Harlem, and I think uh, the the ones in L.A., and I think every city had a a big riot that summer in, in, in the 60s. Well, the one I remember, the groups, the four groups I do remember, SDS, as students for the Democratic Society was one. As far as I know, they were white. As far as I know, they did bomb. Either they bombed or they was making a bomb in one of the townhouses in Manhattan. I remember that. Um, what they stood for, I don't know. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know. I mean, I was a teenager. I was just coming up. And don't remind you, in the 60s, you had Martha Luther King. You had Malcolm X. You had a lot going on in the 60s. And for a teenager, it was hard enough growing up being a black teenager in the ghetto, but then trying to keep up with who believes in what, who was what, you know. Then you had another white group and became very famous. Uh, that's the that's the Symbolese Liberation Army, the SLA, who kidnapped Patty Hearst, you know, the... Famous Patty Hearst, her father owned one of the newspapers, a couple of newspapers, the Hearst Corporation. I used to work for them, by the way. Um, and that was always in the news and what's going on. How she, how they radicalized her, which is very interesting. That's this radicalized her. I think that's what they call it. Now, 
who this kid who did the slaying in in Buffalo. Um, I forgot what they called. They got they got a different name for it, and I can't keep up with all these different names. And they say he brainwashed, but it's the same thing. They say she was brainwashed to join the uh uh-uh, the that group, and he was brainwashed to do what whatever he believed in. Okay, those are the two white groups that come to mind in the sixties. Then I then I then I know the two black groups. One was the Black Panthers. They were very. I guess you could say, I don't know why they could say violent. They were no more violent than the white groups, as far as I'm concerned. I think the idea that they were black, and I kind of believed I in what the Black Panthers was, was saying. They also had the black Muslims, and I kind of believe what the black Muslims were saying. And between the two of them, as far as I know, now I say I could have it wrong, but for what I perceive what the Black Panthers and the Black Muslims was telling the black people is to get their ass off welfare. Get your ass out in those, out there, hustle, and get yourself a job. And get yourself smart enough to get your own business to make your own so you can sustain yourself without the government. Now, I do remember that. And I also do remember saying to a lot of black people of, of my age that if you going to believe in black panthers and the black Muslims and black power and the black liberation flag then why are so many blacks killing and stealing from other blacks? I never understood that. And I used to say to those blacks, I knew some who would rob and steal from you. I said, but if you want to rob and steal, why don't you go to Park Avenue and rob and steal from the whites? And leave your people alone. Instead of bringing your people down, you can help rise your people. Steal from the whites and and build up in, in the black neighborhoods. This is back in the 60s. Now we all, like I said, this is what, May 19th. 2022. Now we all know what happened in 2020 with the uh, Black Lives Matter. Like I said, I'm not political. And I understand what they're saying, but at the same time, you say Black Lives Matter, but the way blacks are killing each other is, you would think it, it must, it's, Black Lives must don't matter to other, to other blacks. I, 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 don't, I don't, I don't, you know. Now, some people might get upset. That's not what they really... I know what they're trying to say. I'm just giving you perspective. I remember back in the 60s when I was talking to a lot of black people my age. And they would get upset because it's not fair. You know, like um, if if blacks were to get, be, uh, get caught with drugs or something. You know, it's the same old. Blacks get caught with drugs. They go to jail longer than white guys get caught with drugs. And... And if blacks do this and they give it. And then I'm looking at them and say, well, why would you want to do that anyway? Just because white people can get, can get away with doing drugs. Why, why would you want to do drugs? And I can understand it just because, I mean, it's yes, life is hard and all like this. But taking drugs is not helping you just because white people do it. My mother used to say to me all the time, if your friend jump off the roof, you're going to jump off the roof too? 
even though it may be easier for your friend to jump off the roof, but you're going to try to jump off the roof too. Just because he could do it. I understood that back then. I understand it today. What I'm trying to say that it's hard. Yes, it's hard and tough being black in this country. If you allow it to be. Now, I'm a recovering alcoholic drug addict. In the 70s, that's all I did. Drank and drug. And I got sober in 1984. Been sober ever since. So I know. I loved it. I love partying in the street. I love getting high. I loved it. And I got in a lot of trouble. It took a long time for me to realize that I wouldn't get into so much trouble if I just gave up the drugs and the alcohol. But that took a long time. That didn't happen overnight. And all I'm saying is, I'm not judging anybody. I'm not judging anybody. I'm not judging my people or white people or whatever. People are people. And I'm going to tell you something. If they didn't enslave blacks, they would enslave some, some people, some other, some other kind of people. So we just happened, our ancestors just happened to be at the wrong, in the wrong place at the wrong time. We all do. But it's hard. It's hard. But you got to keep going. And you got to keep your mind open. And yes, you got to be strong. There's a lot of people, white and black, who aren't strong. They, they, they want to, you know, this thing now, is, it, there's this thing with the anti-abortion thing. And I'm like, well, I understand it. I get it. But when are people going to take their responsibility of protecting themselves so they don't get into that position? And I'm not putting it all on the females. Male too. But it, but in certain, a lot of times it probably have to be put on the females because they're the ones who can say no unless they get raped. Again, I'm not political. I'm not saying I believe, I do believe it's her body. She could do what she want. But when is everybody, man, female, black and white, is going to start taking responsibility for their actions? It's not easy. And I know it's not easy. But it gets kind of ridiculous. I mean, I was telling a friend the other day, I said, I was born in the Korean War. I grew up going to school where we had the air raid drills, where you had to get in. When you hear the siren, you had to get to your table or you stand in, in the hallway. I went to high school. There was a Vietnam War and guys was, didn't, nobody, guys were scared. I think that was a time when they said a lot of black uh, guys didn't drop out of school. They were scared to drop out of school. When you drop out of school, your ass went to the front lines in Vietnam. Then when I started working on Wall Street, we had Desert Storm. Then I think um, back in the 90s or, or the 2000s, we had the Iraqi War. We had, and, that, and now it's the Ukraine War. It's been war since the day I was born. And all this stuff going on now in this country was back like back in the 60s. All I have to say, it's crazy out there, y'all. Thank you for listening to the craziness of the, that lives inside my head.